another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning, fellow jesterians. Ah, it's a great day to be alive, man. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I fucking love you, man. I miss you. Coffee today? Hopefully you're going to join up with this cap capoeira class. Because that, 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 I went down... I went down yesterday, what up, I don't know, I went uptown, and I spoke with Miss uh, Paula, Miss Paula, from Portuguese, well, she lives in Jamestown now, or Lakewood, just out, just out, you know, out by Fairmount, but, uh, uh, she wants to open a capoeira class, capoeira is a, is a Brazilian martial art that uh, is... It's it's movement, it's dancing, it's fighting, it's 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 awesome. It's music. It's it's an awesome experience, and I can't wait for it to start it. I I had a conversation with her, and I'm going to play part of that for you, just so you guys can get an idea of what exactly she's trying to do. So let's listen. After I turn on the vaporizer, of course. Hopefully, you can still overhear that. Hear it over that. God damn it. And and she started Come on. with me. <laughs> so um Jamestown is a great place to start a a an activity like this because this activity has proven to help many people around the world in many different ways. I'm sure, I'm sure. And we've got a, a, a a very strong group in New York City, and they told me that they will come in uh, and visit us one of these days with their group, and we'll get together and, and do a good presentation. When we're so, not outside in the cold. <laughs> when it's not so cold, you're right. Anyway, so, Mestre uh, Edna, who is this uh, coach from, from New York City, uh, there are doctors that are sending people, instead of sending them for physiotherapy, they send them to, to uh, Capoeira class. Why? Because we kind of customize according to the needs of our students. Uh, meaning, uh, if you have a problem with <coughs> your back, we're not going to ask you to do certain exercises. That's, that's exactly what I was saying. I'm like, you know what, this because I do have a bad back. I'm like, this might actually be good for my back. <laughs> actually, of, uh, uh, it has motion. proven that it helps many people in many different ways, as I said. I'm sure. Uh, we had uh, a student in... The, the, where I was at, in my team, where I was at, um, before coming to Jamestown, this gentleman had a huge car accident, mm -hmm. and he could not even walk straight. And actually, Capoeira helped him to regain his balance, yep. to, to be able to... to to be able to walk and, and even more uh, after a, fi a few your, years, your, your, your he was actually he, he could actually play after a few years after this huge accident. Uh, but 
was in a pretty bad accident myself and suffered a brain injury, a traumatic brain injury. And so yeah, I know all about the recovery. Yeah, it's like... It's unfortunate. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I keep walking because I see a car down there and I don't know if there's someone there waiting for me. Okay. So, I'll keep going. Okay. So, oh. another thing that is... Um, I'll give you an example, a, a practical example. My son started doing capoeira before me and he was a teenager going through a phase there and he was an introvert so capoeira being a social activity mm -hmm. we work as a team it forced him out of his shell exactly so that was um that was my son uh capoeira helping him he was uh, going through a phase where he was anorexic uh, the exercise the physical exercise helped him mm -hmm. to to Have start eating again start eating again uh, building muscles all of that helped his uh, self-image you're right for me it was the opposite uh, i lost a lot of weight mm. for, because of capoeira now as i said it, if you are shy it helps you to to learn how to socialize if you are if you are not shy but you are not happy with your body you feel that you need to lose weight it helps you and the opposite also happens where some very um skinny people like my like my son uh, actually um grow some good muscles put on weight so, muscle and so <laughs> is also friendly to any age group so if it's a small child and we had three-year-olds learning how to play capoeira and then you've got 60 year olds that play capoeira so i like i like they play capoeira uh, we said play capoeira because we call it the game okay. whereas it is a fight the skills you learn if you're out in the street and something happens you can defend yourself mm -hmm. actually and you can attack but we try to promote defense we yes. do not promote attack so what happens is uh we do learn techniques like any other martial art mm -hmm. but we uh, teach our students that you will only attack attack if you need it otherwise yes. you are just defending yourself now uh, as i said we've got four main games some of the games are and that's why we call them games we don't call them fights because one of them is actually acrobatics mm -hmm. where no one is clapping but we will be doing acrobatics some people enjoy that sort and when they are in the circle you can uh, change the music and have the acrobatics happening or you can uh, play uh, play and sing a certain type of music and they know it's fighting time mm -hmm. but uh, we work as a team and um, we invite other teams when we go to other um, countries to other places here in the u.s there's abada capoeira which is my school and that's why it's abada because i actually called my coach that is uh, halfway around the world and asked permission to teach here he said well you've been doing it for many years now and i used to assist him in coaching children so uh, usually we have a kids session and then we have the, the adult session and when the, the adults are practicing and that's why i come to parks when the adults are practicing um the kids are playing in the park and we are watching over them that's mm. what we do but um now the idea in jamestown is to create a group to help people 
overcome their struggles, um, whether physical or emotional. I don't ask my students about their emotional problems, but I've noticed that it has helped some of them where they come to me and they say, oh, I stood up for myself. Um, they will defend themselves or um, they will just walk away from the problem. Now, there's no politics or religion attached to it. So around the world, we've got people from different religions participating. It's okay. Um, but we do have some moral principles behind it. So if we are in a gym and we are all going to play um, or we're going to practice this martial art, then we all participate in cleaning it. We all participate in... Uh, if it's like outdoors in parks and someone doesn't have a right, we make sure we go and pick that person up. We try to help each other. So we try to teach our students to be humble. That's, uh, that's, that's the biggest thing. I'll give you an example where we had a student that was a very uh, young fellow, maybe in his 20s, and he was improving very fast because each person has their own uh, abilities, right? Mm -hmm. So this this um, gentleman was uh, young but very capable and he was improving very fast. And we have a ceremony um, where we actually give belts mm -hmm. out oh, okay. according to your... Uh, I'm not... Today I'm not in my uniform but we do you have a uniform. Geese? We have, we have, it's usually a t-shirt, pants, okay. and then we have what we call a cardo, which is a belt. But it's not a belt, it's like a rope. Yeah. And according to your level, you will have different colors. Yep. Like, uh, so like, most colors. Like, like, like most martial arts. So, um, this gentleman one thought that he was going to skip two levels because he was so good, but he was not humble, and therefore he was not given... Uh, the, the opportunity, uh, yeah, the, the opportunity oh. to wear the uh, higher belt. So, so for us, it's all about. I don't know if this person wants to do it. If he's just checking it out, uh, because it's online. So I don't know. There was this one girl that asked me to do it at four o'clock here, but I don't see her. I don't mm. know. Anyway, so I was hoping we had at least two more people so that we could do some some exercises but it uh, instead of having people doing drugs or or when when they start doing this kind of exercise they actually give up on other habits whether it is smoking or um, today in brazil in the very poor neighborhoods they go and they go get the kids and they start them in these martial arts so that they stay away from bad habits. Yes, so it helps people at many different levels. And I, I'm really looking forward to seeing more people join us. Uh, but it's difficult because it's something new. It, we're changing mentalities. Yep. And when people hear that it's for free, they think it's not for real. Yep. Uh, 
Unfortunately, because I I will speak for myself. I wish I had started it when I was very young, because it does so much for our body. Sure. It does oh, I, I'm a lot for to our it. bodies. That's why I really want to participate. So I don't know. I guess at least. <laughs> Right. My goodness gracious me. So now, let's check in with uh, NPR, huh? Let's dive into the UFC. See what kind of bullshit they trying to sell us today. I'm just a fucking pothead. <laughs> wow. Climate negotiations in Glasgow, Scotland are down to the wire. And what diplomats from more than 100 countries decide could lay a path for international climate action for decades to come. The conference president Which is sad because a new draft of an you can't control fucking climate change. On key points. You just gotta let it fucking happen. You gotta come up with plans to, to maybe that's... I doubt it. You need to come up with plans to fucking deal with it, not to fucking stop it because it can't be fucking stopped. ...and consensus on... The key sectors that we're working on here we need to help countries adapt there needs to be greater focus on adaptation okay so what does Ad that mean in practice yeah. tell me, tell me what that means adaptation to what to change okay give me plan. Hey, hi rachel first off what do we know about what is in the draft agreement uh, a couple of key things. The first thing is it recognizes that countries are not coming up with plans that would do enough to limit the warming of the planet, as they agreed to in the Paris Agreement oh my six God, years ago. This, you may remember the U.S. signed on to that deal. The Trump this administration is ridiculous, rejected it, man. and now the U.S. is embracing it again. This draft asks country to come back a year from now with better targets. Trump got us out of the Paris Agreement for a fucking reason. That Paris goal. So tell There's me. Also a section about money. Basically, but now, of course, the illegitimate Joe Biden wants back in on it because he's a fucking domestic terrorist. Yes. So <laughs> domestic terrorist. Well, he's also a domestic terrorist. But <laughs> that's besides the point. And how close are representatives <laughs> to being in agreement with this deal? This is just a draft. I haven't heard too much reaction yet, but based on debates over a, a similar previous draft, probably not. Uh, and under the rules of this conference, they have to adopt this by consensus, you know, no voting. Okay, so why? What, where are the disagreements here? So some countries, including Russia, Saudi Arabia, also some developing countries, do not like this specific demand to limit the temperature rise to 1.5 degrees Celsius. In practice, that means a quick phase-out of burning fossil fuels. What I want to know is where are these motherfuckers getting their goddamn data, man? The Earth is... I guess the Earth is warming slightly, but at night. Which means it's it's not getting as cool as at night. You don't fucking notice it. Is it causing a problem? Who knows? But there's bigger, we have bigger fucking fish to fry right now, man. This shit's about to come crashing down around our fucking ears and we gotta figure out how to fuck to get over that shit. We can't be talking about how to stop it because it can't be fucking stopped. We, 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 we about to go through some shit, man. We need to figure out how to, how to overcome that. A 
Another big sticking point is finance. Poor countries want this money to help them deal with climate change. They point out that richer countries they cost want the their money, 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 money. Promised a hundred billion dollars a year, never delivered that much. Development countries are looking for more specific amounts and timelines. Are they going to get those? <laughs> You Tell know, us, Dan. Don't you know? <laughs> Don't you know how this Among, uh, you know, climate advocates here were worried about the possibility that this conference would come out with a, a kind of a least common denominator result, where right. some countries, like the U.S. or the Europeans, would refuse to deliver money, and then the developing countries would work together with, you know, sort of say the Saudis to water down calls to cut greenhouse emissions. Mm -hmm. That looks. This is just too fucking much. They're just talking bullshit back and forth to each other, man. Like, wow, I got really high really quick. But it doesn't matter because... <laughs> wow. Um, dude. This fucking climate shit, man. It can't be changed. You can't spend money to fix it. This shit just has... It's something we have to go through. As a goddamn human goddamn race, man. You gotta learn how to love one another, man. Because when shit happens, that's about to happen, you don't want fucking enemies. You want people to fucking help. I'm gonna be fucking helping people. I'm gonna be doing every fucking thing I can to make sure everybody I know is good. Because that's just the type of person I am, man. So fuck these goddamn... Pompous fucks, man. Less likely now with this new draft. It's it's in the other direction toward a resolution that would say more money to help poor countries adapt and also sign on to more ambitious targets for cutting emissions. But nothing is decided. Stay tuned. NPR's Dan Charles reporting from Glasgow. Thank you so much, Dan. We appreciate it. Hi, Jate Puta. Chinese Communist Party leaders just finished this big political meeting in Beijing. It's called the Sixth Plenum. And at the meeting, they announced a resolution on history. The resolution summarizes the official interpretation of the last 100 years of party history in China. And it positions the chairman, Xi Jinping, to continue ruling the party after 2022. What are the repercussions of that? We are joined by NPR's Emily Fang. She is in Beijing. Hey, Emily. Good morning. Explain why this meeting is such a big deal. So this meeting was one where Chairman Xi Jinping was maneuvering to remain in power for a third term. And he has succeeded because he's gotten the entire party behind him to pass this resolution on history, hmm. which I admit is a banal sounding name. But keep in mind that there have been only two other such resolutions in party history. A resolution of history. The government is telling you what happened. See, that's, that's how history gets fucked up. You see this? This uh, communist Chinese party. Uh, Jesus Christ. This Chinese. <laughs> this Chinese Communist Party dictates the history. Like the fucking uh, uh, Ministry of Truth, man. 1984. They're writing shit down. This is how it fucking happened. Even though that's probably not how it happened. But they're going to fucking say it's how it fucking happened. So, it's just, it is what it is, man. The, the winners write history. The winners write the history, man. 
The first one was in 1945. That allowed Chairman Mao Zedong to cement his control over the party. Mao Zedong. The second resolution was in 1981. That ushered in economic reforms which have made China this economic powerhouse which we know today. This third one this week declares a new epic, and that epic will be led by none other than Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, the resolution wow! The failures and human rights tragedies of modern Chinese history. Instead, it tells us that the last century of party rule was overwhelmingly successful, Told you. and Xi Jinping <laughs> is the only person possible who can lead China towards another successful century going forward. I mean, this is really amazing, right? He's getting his own epic. The Chinese government is basically saying Xi Jinping is as important to China as Mao Zedong. Absolutely. He's just not, well, he's not a regular human political leader anymore. He <laughs> he's a god sent to us from above to walk among men, to rule the Chinese people with an iron fist. ...who made China rich through these economic reforms. Now you have Xi Jinping, who says he will make China strong, according to this resolution. I attended this highly scripted government press conference earlier today where officials were explaining the significance of the resolution. How is China not Here's strong now? China is one of the leading powers of the fucking world. He says we cannot rely on a political system that does not have a core leader. In a country as big as China, it would be unimaginable to have no one leading the party and the country as their core. We would get nothing done. We would be scattered. And of course, the core he is mentioning here is Xi Jinping. This resolution does not mean everyone supports him, but by passing this resolution, she has shown that there is no one strong enough politically to challenge him. I mean, does that mean he just gets to be the leader as long as he wants to? Technically, according to the Constitution, he can remain in power as president for as long as he wants because he got rid of term limits. With this resolution, he has said he can stay in power as head of the Communist Party for at least another five-year term. And that's King what really matters. King Jinping. And this is huge King Jinping. Because he's already as a much more authoritarian <laughs> leader. He's purged millions of communist officials for corruption or because they were rivals. He's ordered the mass incarceration and detention of thousands of ethnic Uyghurs in the region of Xinjiang. He's reintroduced Uyghurs. this more nativist, party-centered style of rule that's put it on a collision course with other countries, including the U.S. And now he's setting his sights farther. He wants to control private businesses. He wants to censor more of China's pop culture. He's been much more aggressive in foreign policy. Now, with his resolution, he's won himself another at least five years to realize these political ambitions. Hmm. NPR's Emily Fang reporting from Beijing. Emily, thank you. Thanks, Rachel. Let me tell you a little bit about Shine On Botanicals. Shine On Botanicals is a family-run hemp farm. They grow the hemp so they can grow the cleanest, purest medicine that they know for their son who has suffered a traumatic, debilitating brain injury. They make it so he can have access to the purest medicine that they know. And now they want to bring it to you because it's an awesome product. I've been using it for months. We have anything from human tinctures to pet tinctures. CBD roll-on, it's awesome. CBD tinctures are awesome. I feel 20 years younger with all my creaks and groans gone. It's awesome. To place your orders, email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Tell them what you'd be interested in doing. They'll hook it up for you. They'll send you an invoice and everything will be set. Let's get back to the show. 
hashtag free Britney could take on new meaning today. Hashtag yeah, free judge Britney. Today in a Los Angeles God damn. Court could decide what happens to the legal conservatorship that has controlled Britney Spears' life for the past 13 years. And fans of the 39-year-old entertainer and legal observers are this watching to see what happens next. Not, so is NPR's Andrew Limbaugh. Hi, Andrew. This is not hey, worthy of What's NPR. This is... This so, is fucking yeah, pop culture bullshit that we don't need to fucking hear about. Britney Spears would solely be in charge of her own legal decisions, where she can and can't go, and, you know, importantly, her money, right? right. And this is something she's repeatedly asked for, um, but importantly, she had wanted this to be done without having to go through any sort of a mental or psychological evaluation, right? Mm-hmm. And the judge may or may this not whole agree fucking situation that, but, like, is even fuck, ending man. the conservatorship might not be like, super clean cut. Because, so, just remember... Her dad wants to control her and her money because, shit, he's got all this fucking money from Britney fucking Spears and he didn't have to do a goddamn thing but nut and her mom. I mean, come on. <coughs> he's selfish and uh, I guess that's it. He's just selfish. Fucking let this girl do what she wants with her fucking money, man. It's her fucking life. It's her fucking money. It's not your life. Oh, yeah, it's not your fucking money. It's not your fucking life. You have your own fucking life, buddy. Come on. Come on. trying to drop everyone's IQ. Why are we talking about people? That is the lowest fucking rung of goddamn conversation. Talk about people, you talk about events, you can talk about ideas. NPR talks about events. We aren't fucking talking about this goddamn Britney fucking Spears who's crying because her daddy's controlling money. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucks. But you're not fucking dying. You're not fucking starving. Stop fucking whining. There's many, many, many fucking people who have a lot fucking worse than you. Stop acting like a fucking spoiled little bitch kid and fucking handle it to yourself, man. Handle it by yourself. We don't need to be fucking staring at this shit. Why the fuck are you getting so aggravated, man? Chill the fuck. Hey. Why are you telling me what to do? This is my fucking show. You don't tell me what to do, buddy. <laughs> wow, I got intense there for a minute. But it's okay because he left. Fuck him. I'll, I I never want to see that dude again trying to tell me what the fuck to do on my goddamn show. Motherfucker. Fuck out of here. Oh, let's go back to hearing about Britney Spears, shall we? Why not? Spotlight, right? Because... You know, most people in guardianships are, like, elderly or have disabilities, and there's been a movement for years advocating that these laws violate um, conservatives, like, civil rights, and that, you know, these systems are rife with abuse and corruptions, right? But 
you know, these because victims, of money. Uh, That's all. It, because of fucking money. Fans right. behind them bringing their attention here. Um, and it, it's interesting because so free Britney advocates have told me that um, they they might have not have known about these issues pre Britney, um, but guardianship reform has become kind of a, a big cause for them. And you can you can see it gaining traction too, right? If you listen to <laughs> the rallies, there's always somebody talking about somebody else besides Britney who has been going through these issues. So it's definitely just bigger than Britney Spears herself. What about her father, Jamie Spears? I mean, who the fuck cares about her father, Jamie Spears? Since he was actually suspended from being her conservator, right? Yeah, he was suspended back in September, and that has been the biggest thing um, that Britney had wanted to get done, right? So I don't care. I don't care. Do you care? I don't care. But now, who the uh, fuck Spears cares what's going on um, in Britney Spears' life? Uh, through legal paperwork, it's her fucking life. Let her fucking deal with it, man. This is fucking horseshit. Unless, like you said, they're leading into another fucking thing where they're challenging conservatorships because of the corruption. Well, then talk about that shit. Who who the fuck cares about goddamn Britney motherfucking Spears? Oops. Right? I fucking did it again. The discovery process looking <laughs> into how uh, Jamie has dealt with Spears' <laughs> money all these years and is asking for correspondence um, between Jamie Spears and anyone in Britney's orbit. Oop, so that includes like, business again. managers ooh, or ooh. doctors or lawyers that she might have dealt with. Last question, Andrew. How has all this affected her career? Who the fuck cares? Um, she hasn't toured since since the big one. Um, and I think there have been rumblings that she one. might actually retire after after all of this. Mm. So, um, it might be it for her. Wow. NPR's Andrew Limbaugh Good. about let her uh, fucking retire and live in peace, man. Case. Andrew, thanks as always. We appreciate your reporting. Thanks, Rachel. If you have a news story that you'd like to submit to Getting High with the Jester. Go to anchor.fm forward slash N-O-R-R-O-D and leave a message. I will give you $5 worth of free advice on that news story. Let's get back to the show. And that is the UFC for Friday, November 12th, 19, what? Shut up. <laughs> 2021. The fuck is wrong with you, 19 something or other? 1994. Not 1994 anymore. That was the year I started taking Spanish, I do believe. It was in 1994. ¿Qué año es? Es 1994. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Fuck out of here with your nonsensical bullshit. Seventy-one degrees and cloudy. A beautiful little store down in the heart of Lakewood, New York, at 50 Chautauqua Avenue. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com, where they have smoking deals on your smoking accessories. They have glass. They have smell good. They have dab rigs, posters. They have apparel. They have everything. Get your sessions with the gesture shirts there. It's an awesome little store. Make sure you use code SWED10 at checkout. Save 10% off your order. Now let's get back to the show. These mother trucking mother truckers. They just trucking up, man. (laughs) 
they just chucking out. They doing what they can do to get into your head. It's what they do. It's, it's what they're here for, man. It, it kind of sucks. But if you're aware about, it, if you're aware of it, then you can see the games they're playing. You can see what's going on. You can see the fucking strings they're pulling, and it's it's disgusting. It's, it's fucking disgusting. What's going on today with the goddamn mainstream media? Period. Media isn't about truth. Media is about propaganda. Whatever the fucking government or Big Farm wants to tell you. How many of these motherfucking media companies are uh, funded by Pfizer? Funded by other big fucking pharmaceutical companies? Jesus Christ. I mean, it's all just one big fucking scheme, man. And now they want you to fucking inject your fucking kids with this goddamn untested vaccine? Because they fucking said so? There's not any goddamn point to it? the fuck is wrong with these people, man? What the fuck wrong with the people who are doing it? Who are injecting their fucking kids? It's goddamn ridiculous, man. Why are you injecting this untested vaccine on your motherfucking kids? You're fucking up their future and you're not even giving them a fucking choice. Fuck you, you selfish cunts. What the fuck is wrong with you? <sighs> you're, you're, mm, I, I, I'm done. I'm done because I'm just getting too pissed off. Off <laughs> break. Oh, oh, mother fudger. The first story was about fucking climate change, man. And how they're going to stop it. We got to stop it by charging you money. By... By money. Money is what's going to stop climate change. Get the fuck out of here. You want to know what's going to stop climate change? Actually, let me rephrase that question. Do you know what's going to stop climate change for you? Death. Nothing else is going to stop climate Because nothing's going to stop climate change. I'll just stop it for you. Climate change is going to happen. Change is the only constant in this fucking life, man. In this fucking universe. Change is the only thing that's always going to happen. Always. Always, man. Fuck yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I watched a little bit of Training Day. <laughs> Ooh, I my shit real good. <laughs> Oh, shit. Anyway. Oh, shit. What I think about climate change is buckle up, buttercup. It's gonna be a long ride. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta fucking do it. Live through it. Fucking be happy about it. Just look. You're fucking alive, man. Yay! Fuck yeah, man. Go make a decision. Fuck yeah. Because you can because you're alive. You're fucking high, man. The second story was about the Chinese Communist Party and how they dictated what history was. 
and how they made Xi Jinping out to be a goddamn god walking amongst men. King Xi Jinping. King Ping! Here comes King Ping down the goddamn corridor. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <coughs> and, uh, and it's just, they, they make up facts. They print facts as their history. Winners, that's why winners write the history. Who the fuck cares what the history actually was? Because the only thing that's going to be studied is what was written down. That's really why you can't believe any fucking thing from history books. Because history is written by the fucking winners, man. They're written by the winners in the winter. <laughs> that was pretty stupid, man. I can't even give you that. And the last story was about motherfucking Britney motherfucking Spears. And oops! She did it again. <laughs> I don't know what she did again, but I don't fucking care. Because why the fuck does that affect, how the fuck does that affect me? It doesn't. So go fuck yourself, do whatever you got to do to survive, and make shit happen. That's, that's, boom. Now live your fucking life, and don't worry about somebody else's fucking life. Who the fuck cares, man? Is your life so boring and so just, just, you have nothing else to do but look at other people's life? You can't concentrate and make your life better? Fuck that, man. Who the fuck cares what's happening to goddamn Britney Spears, man? Motherfucker. But she did show up in my bed last night. No, I'm joking. She didn't. My... Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Coffee time. Now it is time to check in with Mr. Ben. See what space weather is going to be for November 12th. Is it the 12th? Yes, for November 12th, 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. The geoengineers are back in the journals. We'll poke a bit of fun at astronomers. We've got galactic astrophysics and geophysics of catastrophe to close. And we are starting with our star at spaceweathernews.com. We find the last day on the sun with little motion about which to get excited. We're going to take a look at the southern sunspot and then a solar wind forecast. After watching the northern group decay yesterday, let's see a light bridge develop within that umbra, decaying here on its way towards the western limb. Folks on the NOAA Enlil spiral, they are taking the solar wind speed of the upcoming coronal hole up with every model update. In about three or four days, we'll be taking geomagnetic activity not from a flare or CME, but from the coronal hole on the south. Up next, we're heading out of the galaxy to the large Magellanic Cloud. Here they believe they have found a black hole based on its dynamical activity on a nearby star. They say they see the signature of it orbiting, but do they? The best way I can describe this is actually one of the ways they show it. They don't actually see a star jittering back and forth. They see it with a spectral signature. They're actually seeing a highly variable star 
with strong cyclic luminosity changes. Learned that one watching Sky Scholar. Anyway, folks, yesterday's volume of the journal Science has good and bad. The good is an excellent stamping on the debunk of the DAMA results. It wasn't dark matter, and today our assurances to that effect hopefully are ringing more clearly. But then, the Sultans of Spray got their turn, and in a three-piece series, they went on a complaint campaign about the opposition to spraying the sky. They even got Captain Chemtrail himself in there, David Keith. This is the group trying to get what they want while pandering, somewhat disrespectfully, in acknowledgement of the world's opposition. Okay, let's get back to science, because that last topic gets me as angry as yesterday's opening insinuation. We're coming to awesome work by Sophia and the team to see how the magnetic fields of the diffuse gas and plasma do not match the magnetic fields of the molecular clouds in a galaxy. Fantastic work here, but also in their explanation of the differences in dynamics. They spend a considerable amount of time trying to explain why these patterns are seen all around the galaxy, and they can only use the invisible pressure waves that spiral around the galaxy. I've said this before. I do not care if they call it the galactic current sheet, spiral shocks, feathers, spurs, or the spiraling pressure waves. Understand this. If they are strong enough to trigger stellar ignition from molecular clouds, they can trigger stellar outbursts as the waves hit the existing stars as well. I do suppose that one most benefits serious veteran observers, but this one is quite easy, and the title says it all, and the centuries of lower volcanic emission that we've had can't last forever. You know, the record low activity of volcanoes 2016 through 2020 is tricking people into thinking that this 2021 volcano situation is scary or record or out of control. It's really not. But Earth's got that global cooling card to play when she wants to, and Earth has now gone about as long as we can see on the entire record without the Earth pulling that card. It's another huge reason that the planet has been warming here without that volcanic forcing, and it's coming sooner or later. We greatly appreciate your support. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe, and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Excellent job, Mr. Ben. Hashtag good shit. Remember to subscribe to uh, Suspicious Observers on YouTube, get full impact of his videos, and stay up to date on the 12,000-year disaster cycle. Whoa, of the day. I need juice or I will fucking die. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> the way to get things done is not to mind who gets the credit for doing them. Perfect. Perfect. That was Benjamin... Show it. The way to get things done is to not mind who gets the credit for doing them. Don't be a credit whore. Just make shit happen. Just get shit done. Who gives a who cares? Who gets the credit for it? Just get it done. Well, I I know that's easier said than done, but hey, gotta work on yourself. What? Okay, I do. Good point. Good point. So, be a better version of yourself. Smoke the weed every day and just make shit happen.